Good evening and welcome to another episode of Super Deluxe Gamescast. It's Thursday, October 12th. We are halfway through the month, less than one month out from uh, Star Ocean 2 re- uh, Remake. It's essentially a remake. I'm yeah, that's the biggest game coming in the next 30 days, for sure. For me, it is. What is? For me, it is. <laughs> Star Ocean Star 2 Ocean. Remake? I'm more excited about Star Ocean 2 than I am Spider-Man. Well, that's because you're a fool. Um, I'll go ahead and say but it. We don't. Uh, we won't hold that against you for being a foolish fool. Fool. I'll just beat the Star, shit. Hey, fucking Francisca Star, von Karma. Star, Star Ocean Two is up there. Definitely a top three game of the rest of the year. Uh, but it's no Spider Man Two. Um, you haven't even played Spider Man Two. You're right. That's how much I know. <laughs> this is <Boom>. a show. <laughs> you know what? It'll be Derek. a Super Mario Wonder if it's even the top three games. Shut the fuck right? up. Wow. Derek, I gotta, Derek, Derek, this new this new facial hair thing you got going on is quite quite dashing actually. Like, like the, um, I, I, it's it's works. done so that in about oh, this is actually a perfect segue because in just over a week we will all be together um at John's place doing our annual big charity uh, event. Um yep. And this and is for every one hundred dollars you donate, I will get Derek one step closer to a Hitler stash for the rest no, of the show. No. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Um, but this is shaved <laughs> in such Chapman. a way that I'm another so another week's worth of growth <laughs> will be exactly where I want it to be um, mm. at, at the rate that I grow for the charity event, um, because the you you cannot stop a, a gay from facial manscaping. So. See, I am letting mine fully grow out because for Halloween, I'm I'm gonna be Elsa with a glitter beard. Yeah. Uh, so Shoot. I've got to I gotta let it get. Some That's more excellent. That's good. Is so. is it is your daughter gonna be? Um, Anna? Anna. Yeah. You'd think so. No, she's going to be Ghost Spider from Spider-Man because that's what she wanted. <laughs> and she said Daddy, she wanted, is Daddy has be to be Elsa. Yes. And you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. So I'm Elsa. Your, your wife can be the Joker and the three of you can be a children's nope, YouTube she's video. Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's Green Goblin? Oh. oh, I'm sorry, Gobby, because that's what they call him in the show. Because Disney Plus has a like Spider-Man show for three-year-olds and it's like her favorite thing. It's phenomenal. Oh, that's sweet. All the bad guys, instead of doing crimes, they pull pranks. So. They pull pranks? <laughs> They're just that's YouTubers. Like he's Adam West Batman. <laughs> More or less, yeah. Anyway, uh, we also have an amazing guest. Yeah. Let, let's let's jump right oh. over to to my buddy, uh, my bestie, uh, Eric, um, who sweet. is probably my uh, one of my top two people on this podcast today. Um, wow. Moving on up. So uh, Eric is a and also one of my favorite things in gaming is when you stumble across some phenomenal indie game and you find out it's being done by a one man dev team. You know, just a one person dev team. Just always there's just something about that that narrative that just makes you want to root for it even more. So we brought Eric on because he was uh, him and his game Lucid were a recipient of a Saki Award at PAX West this year. Um, and so we we were chatting we were, we became buddies and I was like you should come on the show because you just launched your Kickstarter for your game cuz the game was so good I thought it was almost out and jokes on me it was only in like the trial phase. So 
it is a game uh the last thing i'll do to hype it up before i kick it over to you is it's a game that has coined my new favorite uh portman what's that is it portman 2 when you mash portman up two words? Doe, you fucking illiterate Whatever. barbarian what oh rich coming from you uh <laughs> Taking the Metroid video. You can't even port. You you don't even know the fucking words you're trying to use. Which word? Portmando. Yeah, Portmando. As I said the whole time. Is the T not a harder? Is it not like a harder T sound? Because I'm getting like a D off of you. Yeah, I I don't think John knows what he's talking about, which makes it even funnier that he's so angry. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that thing where you mash up two words, (laughs) I'm going to call it a mashup. Um... Isn't it three words now at this point, or is it two words? No, no. You you drop the Metroid and you add. They added a a, a Celeste, so it's a Celestevania because it combines like the map upgrade system of a Metroidvania with the traversal uh, mechanics of a uh, Celeste. Yeah. Pretty so much. I think that's a pretty gosh darn dope. If if I do say so myself. Uh, it's pretty neat. And the demo was just freaking addictive. It was I don't even know at what percentage of the game you're done, but it felt complete. So it says a lot about you. So take it away, Eric. Tell us about Lucid. And yeah, tell me about the- Lucid. I want to hear how I want to hear about this. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for that wonderful intro. Um, what I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been calling it. I like Celestvania. It would have probably been easier. I sillyly sillyly lily been calling it a celestoid vania and it's been getting um it's either this is the funniest and greatest thing ever or that's dumb and you're dumb and you should feel bad for ever coming up with that word there's uh, no in i i can tell you that coming up with something really dumb uh is actually the greatest thing you can do and don't let the haters named john tell yeah, you do otherwise. it yeah it is it is <laughs> a form of art on a technical basis <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's basically a quick way of getting across the idea that it is a Metroidvania with the mobility options of say a Celeste, where if you strike an a strikeable object, you refresh your jumps and your aerial resources, and you can maintain your aerial acrobatic maneuvering without touching the ground as long as you can continuously hit something in the air. Uh, that go- And then that goes for combat and also traversal and uh, marrying the two, making puzzles and enemies all around this idea is just something I've been running with, and then you get lucid. Yay! Yay! I, I was going to say, um, yeah, watching the trailer for it, um, I got a lot of like not just Celeste, but also a lot of like the messenger. Right. And in terms mm-hmm. of like I'm trying to think of any other games that I can think of, like that that utilize mobility in that way that you're you're trying to like. Use some form of action to hit like point to point to point in such a manual yeah. way to traverse Hollow Knight to it to some degree does that. Um, yeah, I've gotten a bunch of like, but, uh, this, you're a little bit late to the party. No, XYZ was I, the first, first one. off, I'm like you shut the fuck up. First of all, <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to be real, like, and if, if you're an artist of any kind, you understand that like all art is taking inspiration from, from, yeah. you know, other things, you know, directly artist, or indirectly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but also like, there's not that many games that do things like that. The fact that I had to sit here and struggle to think Celeste, the messenger hollow Knight, and that's the end of my list right yeah I so think, i think there's one called like acterna noctis or something i keep seeing that in the comments i'm like never played it so I'll yeah take your word it's relatively but, new but it looks 
you know, the 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 actual like movement looks so fast, so fluid, so like I'm I as loved. as one of the few that have gotten hands on, I can say it controls and plays way better than even it looks. It wow. just it I mean, felt got me. so good. You got bro. me. So that's that's, that's yeah, one of those trailers that makes me wish I was at PAX to play the demo for sure. I, I do. Wanna, I also want to do one shout out to once again uh, solidify how good Lucid is so far. Is that a friend of the show? Um, uh, Six One Indie themselves were the ones that brought me over to play it. They were like, "Yo, if you need to play one game at this event, go check this one out." And so I did, and it was dope. So <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah, Six One Indie, love them. Apparently, there's some sh- there's some shit going. There's down. always <laughs> we're lucky that Nintendo didn't drop a Nintendo Switch Online update. They do it to us almost every Thursday. Hey, so. dude, it's it's not even nine thirty yet. So, oh yeah, there's, there's some there's, there's some shit popping off. It's just um, a bunch of some news, news going dropping. down. Is it's it bad? G- news? Looks like GTA no, 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 it's, it's got rated. News. GTA Six got rated in Australia, um, and it looks like Activision stock has been halted. Well, that'll be a fun one to see what's going on with that. But with a lack of uh, explanation, I don't have much. I assume it's halted because of the merger. And soon that's what I would say, too. uh, If if the merger is about to close, I would say that's probably why. I don't make enough money at any job to be good at speculating about financial bullshit. So. Like, look, like I'm not like fucking, you know, Jordan Belfort over here or anything. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I would assume that I would assume that uh, the Activision stocks have been halted because um, that business deal is about to close. Uh, yeah. Also, I just want to point out, I, I use Jordan Belfort because he's the only stockbroker person I've ever heard of. And yeah. I'm actually me, nothing like Jordan Belford at all. So I just want to Yeah, definitely bats in the Belford, am I right? Yeah. I want to just... Bradley Cooper from Limited Limitless. That's the only people I know. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. No, this is this is wild. Uh and uh Okay, so yeah, yeah, okay. So GTA 6 all this is is a uh is a rating. So who gives a shit? About oh, uh, someone in chat said this David Wise trailer is rad. Someone, uh, why don't you tell us about how you uh, partnered up with David Weiss? Yo, I, wow, I didn't realize we were live. <laughs> oh, we're, we've been live, fam. Oh, we've yeah. been live. <laughs> Surprise! No, that's just the nature of the show. We're just laid back. I told you it's a pretty laid back energy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is going to be recorded. It's fine. That's awesome. Um, no, no. But yeah, good looks on chat. Um, David Weiss is like a fucking uh, a hero from childhood forever. So to work be working with him is still surreal. It's wild. Um, but yeah, that was just one of those, like, I was speaking out loud because I was telling all my friends, like, David Wise, uh, Donkey Kong Country, The Ambience, that's like a big influence on this soundtrack. I'd say that all the time. And then I just said it out loud enough. Someone's like, I know a guy who knows a guy who might yeah. be able to get him involved. I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, but it's probably not going to happen. I'm like, just ask, just ask please and they're like okay and then a few weeks go by and all of a sudden like yeah he's down i'm like oh shit sweet awesome let's do it that's pretty much it (laughs) awesome so i want to go back to uh so before i talk to you more about the development of this it's it's very rare for us to have a developer on while they're like neck deep in the kickstarter just aspect of their development 
how did you go about choosing Kickstarter as your platform? How has it been using Kickstarter as a platform? Like, I've never been able to ask this. Like, how did you choose? How did you come to the number that you need for the Kickstarter? Like, what went into planning this? And how have you felt seeing it? Because you're currently sitting at over 200% of your total. Which does not mean that people should stop giving money. Agreed. Of course, because now now there's just a bunch of dope uh, stretch goals. But like, I've always been curious, like, how did you arrive at your initial need and what made you go Kickstarter to begin with? Cool. So I'm going to be completely candid and there's some insider baseball here. Um, If anyone's doing a Kickstarter, there's actually this little thing called the you lowball what you actually need. Like what you put up there is not the real number. That's not it at all. What you want to do is you want to get funded within two to three days and hit that number. So then all of a sudden you're in the algorithm has been funded. You get pushed up in the Kickstarter algorithm and you got ta-da, you're getting free advertisement. But this, the rub is that's not the real number, which sucks, but hooray, we got there. Yay. But like you said, Please keep helping. There is so much more we I would like to do. So um, we have a ways to go and five days left to do it. So please, 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 if you like uh, indie games with a lot of love, please donate and back Lucid. It's so how long if I have? What if? What if the? What if just the the downtrodden nature of life in general over the years has just hardened my heart, and I simply have no love left to 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 give or or experience what if i just can't feel anything anymore oh this is good um you give as much money as you possibly can until you can't and then (laughs) that way you can go into the comics and shit Uh, you can just troll and be a dick in the comments all you want just be malicious and mean and uh, oh he does that already don't worry yeah oh i'm really good at i'm really good at that yeah, tell me the jump height's wrong. The, um, you're moving too fast. The camera's too jittery. And then this is not next... turn based. Like, yeah, what, is... like what the fuck are we even doing here? Yeah, why would you call this a celestoid vena? You, you mong. Like, why would you do this, you muppet? And then just why is the this next... not a turn based RPG? Why with is four this? Why does this feel like? Uh, why does this feel like you're speaking from the experience? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're chest, getting like... real specific here. <laughs> yeah what why, why is, is this not final another, fantasy 6 why yeah, why is it another pixel art game why is it not 3d why no actually no 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 i want pixel art pixel art is what i want oh well that's i want pixel art yeah oh, oh cool well then i don't well, want another 3d bullshit but my question is why don't you have good pixel art eric yeah like, yeah how, well, look at this why? i mean i mean look at this display behind me of course i love why aren't you art. making this game like, in unreal yeah exactly. well Hey, uh, why is it a Final Fantasy game? We, we got another que- uh, question in chat for you, Eric. Uh, yeah. I know you're still making the game, but if you had to get, what's your estimated like single playthrough for an average person? Like, I know you've also optimized the game for speedrunners because you're a huge yes. Games Done Quick fan, which I think is cool. But uh, they're like, are you looking at seven, ten hours? Like, what they're they're asking, what are we expecting for a playthrough of this game? Totally. Um. So, at this. It's a complete guesstimate, but I'm aiming for, I would like to have a campaign on par in the length of, say, like a Hollow Knight. So uh, 35 to 40, 45 hours, something around there. Damn, um, son. I, that's yeah, that's a lot of hours. It's meaty. Uh, even the demo. I, you can, the, the demo, yes. your demo was beefy. I'm not going to lie. I know. Also, uh, 
I need you to, to isolate the your save animation as a GIF and send it to me because it is one of the coolest things. Like the animation you get when you come across a save uh, spot is way too cool. Like <laughs> it, it, it's it was it made me stop and be like, that was fucking cool. Like, I, I took my headphones off and turned them. I was like, that was you really did. fucking cool. Like I should just put like a line of save. But yeah, 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 I can absolutely. Do you that. should actually. Can you put me in your accolades trailer? Uh, wow, that save animation was really cool. Finn, <laughs> official SDGC. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, on release. Yeah, that'll be on like oh, IGN.com or something. It's interesting wait. to try to even like parse out what length might look like too, though, because in a, in a, a game yeah. that's got Actually, any... you can just use a ruler. Um, if you start from the base... In a, in a game that has any focus on like exploration, um, yeah. you know, I mean, I've seen people tear through you know, Metroidvanias and half the time I did. And then I've seen right. people take twice as long, you know, for yeah. their first playthrough. And of course, games that have taken me 15 hours to play through once, you know, the second time through might take me, you know, five. So right. it's, it's kind of, I'm almost curious, like what, what, how do you even I, try I, to I evaluate got, length? That's why that I've gotten this question a few times and it's just impossible to really answer. I know I was, I'm, I'm giving my guesstimate on an average player, but like, for example, um, there was a, a cool guy playing uh, the demo at PAX and he was playing for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, having fun. And then he got stuck somewhere. He soft locked somewhere. Cause you know, I didn't make the game good enough yet. And uh, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll reset it. Don't worry. And he's like, Oh man, I, I can't, I got so far. And then I boot it back up and I'm like, I'll get you there. And then like, two minutes not even less like under a minute i get to where he was and all his friends were just giving him so much shit so like it'll take someone 20 minutes to get somewhere but then a person who knows how the game works has played it a billion times can get there really really quick because of the speed running aspect so it's going to be this giant spectrum of uh skill ceiling and that's not to say any skill level can play there's a lot of design elements in there to accommodate all skill levels but then if you know what you're doing you can really like bend the the game over your knee and just tell it what to do (laughs) well especially something that's that's that focused on like high level mobility right like Mm -hmm. when when execution is i mean you know thinking of like celeste right Mm -hmm. Uh, you know since celeste is a game that you pull a lot of direct inspiration from celeste is a game that some people can tear through just naturally and some people just don't have it you know it's and that that's gonna make a huge impact so yeah it's kind of it sounds like it's it's very gut feeling uh more than you would like it to be yeah i mean there's also like um a part of the Mega Man x inspiration is um you got my attention oh bro Mega Man, it's all over the place um so we can get into that if you'd like, but uh, one of the small aspects is um, there's no boss selection screen, but in this Dark Soulsy fashion, you can go in any direction you'd like, and there'll be like difficulty checks with like, oh, this guy kills you in two hits, maybe don't go this way. So you you can go and tackle any boss in any order you like, and there's this uh, rock paper scissor element ish to the abilities you get in their dungeons um, that work better at different bosses. So um, that's there's a lot of different DNA from really classic games that I love and uh, in not obvious ways. Then that's yeah. kind of one of them. I see, I see too, you know, talking about this being very, um, 
you know, creating created with some consideration for like speed runners, but also I see maybe like some consideration for the the challenge runner types who want to mm-hmm. go in and sequence break and do things intentionally out of order. Oh yeah, so oh, big time. Oh. I, I've left in. I've discovered some like I don't know like tiny window frame input stuff that's like I could fix this or. <laughs> it, it, I've used it to like sequence break my own stuff. So I like, I leave in tiny little things cause I'm like, someone's going to be able to have fun with this. So why not oh. keep it in? Uh, so we have a couple more questions in chat um, for you. Uh, actually pretty good ones. Cause you, it, it it's really, when you, when you bring up Celeste as an inspiration, obviously fun. you're going to think the, uh, the art style and the movement, but another big thing Celeste is a champion of is accessibility options. And so mm-hmm. they've asked, what kind of accessibility options are you looking to include into your game? So that is my oh. question for you from Dorian Gamer in chat. Oh, yeah, great. Um, well, there's the classic. A lot of it's built in. I, I wonder if are they asking like in menu, like menu Excel accessibility oh, no. options? Why would, why, I would just, assume... why don't we just hit up all the different options? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, just yeah. Go over Hype the whole up. fucking thing. Do Hype it all. Up. Um, so when it comes to accessibility, that's such an interesting, when it comes into in-game, uh, allowing for as many people to enjoy the entirety of the game, depending on their skill level, was pretty important, but I like, I am so not a fan of easy, medium, hard mode. I think that's the laziest fucking thing in the world. So, uh, that's refreshing to hear. Yeah, it's it's such like a uh, I don't know, I could go on and get really aggro about it because it really pisses me off. But uh, I've designed the game and so that there are in-game methods that are unofficial ways of like this is how you play on easy, this is how you play medium, and this is hard. But it's in-world diegetic items or people you talk to or things you turn on or off for example they're like uh, there's some equipments and uh, bracers and talismans which are essentially the the what's it the badge system in hollow knight where you can like slot in charm yeah. it was the charm system and uh so there are some ch- uh, charms that are pretty obviously like uh no uh no damage when touching xyz or like uh don't start at the beginning of the level like really uh, game-changing uh, talismans, where others are more like your attack now explodes when it hits the wall. So there are equipment that are kind of like accessibility options. Um, as when it comes to like physicality stuff, um, I would I'm very much looking forward to the alpha demo build post the Kickstarter campaign because that's going to be a huge amount of information that will tell me what people need and or want yeah um i i would hate as a solo i have only this many hands yeah only so i could i can only do so much so i need to know what people think is the most important i would hate to pour in a bunch of time to something they're like colorblind mode is great but like i really wish you did xyz and like 200 people wanted that versus one i really have to a lot of research and yeah when it comes to that i think it'd be difficult especially you know if you're somebody who who you know isn't disabled right um and you're trying to work in because friend like friend of the show grant stoner who who writes a lot on the subject of accessibility especially will say like you're never going to have a perfectly accessible game there's always going to be like what were the developers like how is the game design itself accessible or not um how 
you know, what things that the developers choose to focus on. Like you're just never going to find the thing that is perfect. It is capital A accessible. All people can reach it. Right. So it's just what you can put your resources and knowledge into. Um, and I think it's also, it is difficult when you're a, a, a one man team, you know, doing, yeah, I was like, I got to finish the game doing first. what you can to try to figure out how to make it work for people who don't have your experiences compared to right. like, I think we do have a much higher standard for when, you know, like Sony Santa Monica puts out a game that like, Hey man, y'all can, can have done a lot more expensive, uh, right. research into this subject. So yeah, that, that fancy loot box animation, all those hours could have been put somewhere else. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Uh yeah 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 um a hundred yeah so accessibility is absolutely something on my mind but uh I I need input from the community to like know where to put my time in yeah I just threw another link to the Kickstarter in there because it had been a while since oh, we threw idea. it in and people should people should go and and give a couple of bucks please do uh, check it out I did uh I really tried my best to make the Kickstarter like um. Uh, the progress, the way you scroll down, it was how I would imagine I would want the Lucid pamphlet, like r riding home in the back of the car. Yes. Like, using like highway lights to read the <laughs> fucking manual. Like that's, I really tried to make it feel like an old, that's that waxy paper smell manual, you know? Oh but, uh, man, on a brand new also, manual out of the box. Just, just a hi, uh, uh, shout out to your use of the phrase smoothment. No, movement. movement is so yeah. smooth. Yeah, it's movement. <laughs> I, I love like, it. You're the you're the first person to call that out. I I was I was setting up the Kickstarter pretty late one night, and I was just like out of gas. I'm like, how do I? Fuck it, schmovement. Yeah, schmovement. Good look. Schmovement. Schmovement is. So I'm all big about it's just like Celestoidvania. You know, I'm, I love the uh, portmanteaus. Good schmovement yeah, in a they, game. They, yeah, port portmanteau. You might have Finn. You might have heard me talk about in like our Armored Core review that like the schmovement in that game is like the thing that connected me to it more than anything else. Right. That's right. So, I mean, yeah, good movement is everything. So, you know, I, I realize we've been talking so much about the game and, and the Kickstarter and everything, but you actually haven't told us what the game's about. Why don't you give us the elevator pitch about what Ooh. lucid is and how long you've actually been working on it so far? Okay. Um, I'm going to invert. I'm going to, so I, I have an architectural background. I uh, went to school to be an architect. I was an architect for like 10 plus years. And uh, if you'll talk to anybody in the field, it is soul crushing and soul stealing. And it, I'll just, fucking it's, it is the worst. And on top of that, I was in um, high end residential in New York City. So there's a special ilk of people. Yeah. That, is, <laughs> that reside in that. Is it a little radicalizing? Of, like. <laughs> Bro, I was once making a bathroom that cost twice as much as my entire college tuition. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> uh, and then there was like a dog bath station. I was like, I need, I need, to, I need to get out of this. But um, so, yeah, so I've been working. So Lucid started as just this kind of bedroom hobby um, that I would do after work for years. Just this little thing. And it like evolved strangely and then stopped and now we're here which is totally different so it's been going on since like 2013 um in some form of another damn um, this yeah this version i would say more like two and a why half are you so years. lazy why isn't it out yet then come on i i, I, I it was originally in game maker and then uh i, I was like i came back in 2020 to uh, 20 and i rebuilt it in unity 
I built it in Unity. <laughs> Did you have and a bit of a, a heart attack a few weeks bad. ago? Is bro. is building at Unity bad? I don't yeah. know much about the engine. John, do you not remember <laughs> <laughs> what we were just talking about a couple weeks ago? With the he does the not. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unity decided oh, to set itself on fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, that whole fucking thing. Yeah, and okay. then I got a bunch of comments of like, "Why are you making it in Unity?" I'm like, "I, I can't stop making it in Unity." It's <sighs> anyway. Yeah, uh, so you can't yeah. hit the transfer to fucking. Uh, I Unreal button. <laughs> Dude, I, I legit, I have a buddy who's like an excellent programmer. Excellent. And I was like, hey, man, um, I was just in a panic. I'm like, what would it take to like go to Godot or something? He's like, you don't want to just, you're not going to, it's not a, it's not a thing. I'm sorry. And I'm like, uh, so yeah, it's been going on for a while, but this, uh, this iteration about two and a half, three years. Um, it's like a completely different game from what it was. Um, and then to your first part of the question, what is Lucid? Oh my God, this one, I, I don't like this question because it's so, I am bad at elevator pitches. I, I ramble and it's a big fucking story and there's a lot of shit going on. But the basic idea is you are Owen, you're a young Sentinel, which is essentially a crystal magic wielding Jedi. Um, you are given a task after an inciting incident to collect the shards of the lucid giant's heart, trying to bring them back together and hopefully resurrect this lucid giant, which will bring balance back to the uh, celestial realm because he died due to a thing where a dragon attacked and there's all this history and I'm a big Dark Souls fan. So there's a huge world of lore that's there for people that want it. You don't need to if you don't want to, but it's there and it's really thought out. And there's <laughs> characters and stories and interconnected people. So uh, and no one's a, there's not there's no mustache twirling villains. Everyone's got grace. It's a much it's a spectrum of gray, no black and white got to see with lucid eyes and eyes unclouded by hate and shit. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big story with big themes and that's like the best of an elevator pitch I can do. Very, that was a very long elevator. I, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you, uh, you really describe like one of those ma it's like that mass effect elevator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the load times were absurd. Shepard. <laughs> um, you described the game you know, as, as crystal punk aesthetic yeah. and like I don't think I've ever heard the phrase crystal punk but immediately I understood what you were going for and then I watched the trailer and I was like oh yeah this is the good shit right here <laughs> love love some good flashy pixel art crystal bullshit like yeah, un dude. unironically let's fucking go man yes, I, uh, I really want to get to that boss rush mode Ugh. I know if people I kick know. a few more bucks in so you know. uh, uh, Eric um, yeah what platforms is this aiming for? Is this st is this PC first consoles when you get around to it, or are you pretty, look pretty much? It, it's uh, it's PC first. That's um, almost certain it'll be PC first, but then shortly followed by porting to uh, major consoles. So uh, they are uh, uh, definitely happening. But uh... now I did notice one thing most recently is uh, because I get our P the PR emails is uh, you signed on with Stride PR because they I started getting emails talking oh. about your game and I was like, oh, neat. So Weird. how did that how did that happen? Did you approach them to be your PR? Or did they approach you saying, yo, your game looks dope. We want to represent you. I don't 
I don't know. They're they're tied to the the publisher. Okay. Uh, I know them through the publisher. I'm pretty sure. That's... Okay. Okay to say, uh, yeah. I don't, oh, was, was that a never, secret? I don't. I don't think so. I was just. I don't, I don't think know. so. They're, if they're putting out press releases, I assume it's supposed yeah. to be a known quantity. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, no. They're. Um. Um. I guess they provide or they work with the uh, the publisher, and uh, they were kind of like, I don't know. Uh, they were there, and they were. They've been doing. Oh yeah, because you're being published by Apogee. Yeah, yeah, Apogee. Apogee. There's a name I haven't heard in a long time. I wow. know. They're back, by the way. They're they've that been doing rules. a bunch of games. I've got yeah. I've got such fondness for a lot of classic Apogee games, man. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Oh. Yeah, they're they're uh they're helping they're helping Lucid come along. Putting some <laughs> muscle behind it. That's pretty cool. That rules. That rules. Um yeah, I mean, is there anything else? Like, so what about you as a gamer? Like, what is your background? What, like, hit us up with some of your favorite games. I know what your inspirations for Lucid are, but do those also encompass your personal favorites, or are there some games you love that aren't coming into play at all? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of all the inspirations for Lucid are kind of all my favorite games. So my the lists are like a giant Venn diagram, but um to like more or less, more percentage than others but uh yeah my my cup of tea uh i noticed it later recently that um i i come with a little bit of a music musical background as well i like to play guitar my fair garage bands and shit and uh, i'm a sucker for like progressive post-hardcore like really intricate yeah. stuff like the paula troy chong dance Gavin dance so uh, i like playing intricate little fucking tasty licks and uh just sitting there as a teenager or in college and just playing it over and over and faster and faster and getting it just right felt really good and it's something i like to do i realize now the same way i like to play my video games i like i like challenging video games and i like being i i need to do it right and the more I do it, the better I get. That's my fucking jam. So like Dark Souls, the FromSoft catalog, that's awesome. I like uh, Celeste. I like Hades. Um, I really like Doom 2016. Uh, less challenging stuff. Uh, Super Metroid, A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time are classics. Um, Mischief Makers, uh, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon. Ooh. Like, I fucking love that game. It's one of my favorite 64 games. Um, what else is there? Oh, uh, Mario RPG, <laughs> Paper Mario. I love tactics games. I fucking love Final Fantasy tactics, especially the game. Yeah, good man. One. Good man. Uh, oh, no, man. you lost me. No. <laughs> the worst uh, i'm still there i'm still there i love it i love it uh yeah uh, what uh, advanced wars uh, war groove all that kind nice. of stuff so yeah I, i've like I, I like a lot of different kind oh uh, Se uh securo is probably my f this is where i lose a lot of people securo is maybe my favorite from soft game but i love them all so much like it's securo and bloodborne they're like great yeah it's like ask me on the day but um yeah i i that, uh, like that Bloodborne there. 60 frames per second patch is coming any day now. I'm, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, sure it's happening. is. It's totally. Happening yeah. Bloodborne PS5. PC port. It's definitely going to be real, folks. Yeah, we yeah, promise. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to get packaged in the Armor Core update. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, did we uh, did we want to move on to what we've been playing? 
Yeah, sure. I feel like that's kind of a good trans, and we can we can start um, with yeah. Eric because you talked about what yeah. some of your favorites are. What have you been playing recently? Last couple weeks or so. Yeah, so in, um, in between mashing the uh, the F5 button on your Kickstarter yeah, screen. Yeah. Refresh, refresh. Even on my phone, refresh, refresh. It's gotten really bad. Um, what I've been playing is... Fuck, guys. Um, in my Discord, I was like, we're going to play on the road to the final Kickstarter day, uh, Lucid Inspiration. So I've been playing Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> I played Donkey Kong Country, the OG one again, and it still holds up. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. It's been 30... 30 years 30 plus years oh don't about say that. 30 years i know oh. uh, it, <laughs> that hurts it might, shit it, it might be just under 30 but it's been a long time but it still holds up uh then i also played Mega Man x which i think is 30 years um that one that's one okay i love Mega Man x it's amazing but i played it and like i remembered it being smoother like something it's like uh maybe i just got too used to lucid but it was a little bit chunky on my hands. Maybe I got so used to the amazingness I programmed that I misremembered the classic Mega Man X being, you know, a little less good than my game. That's what yeah, I... It's, yeah, it's a little... I don't know, man. Like, it's amazing. It's so good. But I played it, and I was just like, why am I so fucking slow? I remember being faster. But, uh, the sequels I, definitely I, I, improve on the original. I, one. I can't explain why, but you are a boomer Kuwanger and John is an armored armadillo, while Derek <laughs> is a chill penguin. I don't. I, I don't add. Do not ask any follow up questions. Uh, that is just factual. You trying to call me chubby? Dude, I would. You're not be, wrong, but I wouldn't be Sigma. I'm like bald. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, we. I it's just give you an armored thing. armadillo vibes. That's perfect. Well, he's wearing purple. In armor, yeah, we just I just every time we play the uh, one of these games, we tier list something about the game, and we just tier listed all the uh, the Mavericks. And Boomer Kawanger was my only S tier. I fucking love Boomer Kawanger. Bro, what's got to be fucking wrong with like, you to name a name Kuwanger? a Maverick Boomer Kawanger? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell I yeah. Being so confused what a Kawanger was as a kid. I'm like, I know what a penguin is. It's the I only it's the only what Maverick the whose name is like that. It's because I, it's a it's a mix between the word Kuwagat. Um and like boomeranger, right? Yeah, but explain um, that. But to that a doesn't. What are you talking about? Kuwagata is Japanese for I think um stag beetle. Um, yes. So which is the type that, of animal that he is? So yeah. it's it's like a weird pun, and it's not bad. It's just no other Maverick's name worked like that. They they yeah. if they named him like everyone else, he'd be boomerang beetle. But <laughs> yeah, as well he yeah, should have yeah. been. Yeah, but we got Boomer Kuwang, no, and I hence like I've Boomer loved him because of his weird ass name. Yeah, and his stage is amazing, and his song is so. Oh, oh, this so the whole good. soundtrack in Mega Man X is like second to only oh, yeah. Mega Man Two, I think. So mm, everyone was asking for us to play uh, X Two next stream, but uh, I think we're doing a link to the past. But nice. yeah, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing classics. Hell yeah! Hell <laughs> yeah! As you do. Half of what I play are classics all the time. Um, but looking I, at your background, than, I could never guess. I know, right? Um, but so I've but so recently I've been playing. I so I'm doing a Metroid Prime HD um, hard mode 100 playthrough. Ooh. But I don't really want to talk about that. I want to talk about what I've been playing it on. And I've been so I got myself for people who can watch that who are in chat. Great, you can see this. If you're just listening to this on podcast services, maybe you should be in the fucking chat on Thursday night. How about that? Yeah. 
Comment on uh, the chat. But bold, this bold way to be aggressive switch. to the majority of our audience who are listeners only. <laughs> this is my Switch. Yeah. doesn't look like a regular Nintendo Switch, does it? You got that oh, Nitro like Deck add-on. This is a Nitro Deck. Um, and what it is, is I just pop it right out. There's my Switch. It's like a controller shell, right? It's literally just a controller shell. For people and with big, pop- beefy Tyrannosaurus hands. I pop huh. it in. Truckosaurus hands. T-Rex had famously small hands. And there hands. it is. And this thing, <laughs> this thing is solid as fuck. There's no give or wiggle, whatever. It feels like one single unit. Um, it's You're one single like, unit? I am a fucking unit. You're right about that. <laughs> um, I am famously large, just in case. Uh, You're a big dude. I remember They're meeting you in person in for the first time at a PAX um, after being on the show for a while. And and like everyone else was like exactly the size I expected them to be, and then John is like looming through the crowd. I was like, oh no, it's coming right for me. <laughs> He's coming. But it has it has paddles on the back, and you can um you know you can uh, you know remap them and everything. The the the, the Nitro Deck was sixty bucks. It is the best investment I have made uh, for the Nintendo switch. Cause as, as somebody like Derek said, as somebody with big giant Tyrannosaurus hands, Truckosaurus like, hands, as we established T-Rex had famously small hands. Uh, I was, well, whatever. I got big hands. hands and playing. Cause I, I mostly play my switch 99% of the time I'm playing it handheld. Um, and my left or right hand always, always, always will fall, fall the fuck asleep yep. whenever I'm playing it from my hand down to my forearm and it sucks. And I got to keep, I got to yeah. keep, I got to stop playing and I'm like you shaking my shit thing? out. Yeah. That, that like, like, is it like yeah, right here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This completely alleviates that. Plus, uh, I got the black one and it just, it makes the switch look like, like a fucking steam deck. It does. Um, which is a good, it aesthetic. is really fucking. What's that? I said, which is a good aesthetic. It is a good aesthetic. Um, this, I highly fucking recommend if you have a switch, Go get yourself a Nitro deck. It is fucking incredible. I hope they I'm make one for the Switch too when it comes out. Dude, cause... I'm never... Well, so this thing has been such a runaway success that I am sure that they are going to do a Nitro deck for the Switch 2 as well. It would be nice if the Switch just if the Switch 2 just fit my fucking Nitro deck, but who knows? Don't expect that. Uh, probably not. Uh, but that being said... I absolutely love this thing, and until the Switch 2 comes out, I'm not ever playing a Switch with Joy-Cons ever again. Uh, nice. And aside from that, you know me, I've just been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Nice. Finn, what you been playing, That's bub? Like- oh, man. Um, let's see. I have been playing um, Russell Quest. I'm about 80% done, I would say. I am playing... Baldur's Gate 3, four separate campaigns with different friend oh groups. Oh my god, how are you even here right Damn. now? Uh, I Because of He's Eric. not. Yeah. Because of Eric. I'm only here because of my new best friend, Eric. He's playing Baldur's yeah. Gate right now. Yeah, yeah, this is a um, projection. It's so good. Uh, I am also playing Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, now that I, I never played it, I, I kept holding off because I was like, you know what? Eventually this game might get fixed and then the new stuff dropped and it did. And so I'm finally playing it for the first time. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm very early in that. Um, uh, Ghost Runner. Ooh. One. 
cool. Sure. <laughs> um, Ghost Runner I, One, which famously SDGC is in their award section on Steam. Yes, we are. Yes, so much fun yes. uh, because we gave them a sake and they put that in their Steam. Man, there's a sequel coming out soon, right? There is. I'm very excited for it. I hope uh, we get selected for a review code because I am a big fan of the first game. Would be so um, cool if we got selected for a review code. It'd be really cool if you guys got selected for a review code. Would be so, so cool if we like had. I don't one. know, they, and then. And then, damn! I mean, uh, really I got cool Assassin's if you all didn't Creed ruin Mirage shit for us. <laughs> Who can say? <laughs> Assassin's Creed Mirage uh, finally arrived because I ordered the collector's edition from the Ubisoft store. And How is that? I've been waffling. I don't know. I ha- uh, I've heard very good things about its length uh, and how much fun it is. Um, That's what she said. Uh, Caitlin's dad, Saki's dad. Uh, we got him into gaming by getting him an Xbox and a copy of Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, and he 100%ed it, 100%ed Odyssey, 100%ed Valhalla, all DLC, everything, started going back and playing 1, 2, and 3. So he was more excited about Mirage than I am. I keep getting updates from him about his progress, and he seems very happy. So I'm, I use him as my barometer for Assassin's Creed games now. And then, of course, by, next week, I, I'm going to be uh, balls deep in Spider-Man, Mario Wonder, and Sonic all st- Superstars. So what the fuck are you talking about? You're going to be here. I will still. be here physically, but I am bringing... Uh, I'm going to have my PlayStation on, and I will be uh, streaming PlayStation to my backbone iPhone PlayStation remote play and uh ignoring I will just all of slap you. that fucking phone out of your hand that's no, fine don't and do I'll that pick it up. don't be mean yeah don't be mean john you'll but be I'm too mean. busy uh not being good at games on screen i will funny. take periodic breaks to uh shame and humble everyone in duck game yes though, because <laughs> it's gonna brutalize it's unnaturally good at duck game like it's weird i don't like it uh, <laughs> like it, it was just <laughs> he really doesn't like that's why i had to leave <laughs> It, was, it, it started as a joke until it started as a joke until like 50 games in. I had never been defeated. Uh, and people just stopped just wanting to play. Hang on me. Uh, what is this shit? John was so John, you were so unhappy with Finn winning a duck game that you just fucking dipped. <laughs> duck, duck, go. Yeah, well, you know what, Finn? Duck, I'm duck, tougher goat. than you in real life, so whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but we live in a digital world. Don't beat so. up your dad, IRL. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, future's the future's not physical it's digital bitch oh that's the saddest news of the day i did you never see that by the way yeah i've never been more heartbroken yeah, best i am a no, no, digital person yeah oh, and target no what? no no more selling they're, physical they're, they're no longer have taken selling physical media in 2024 which blows my mind because best buy was the place they got all of the steelbook exclusives like all of their movies most of their games all had oh god i imagine they'll still do pre-orders but that's different from like having shelves where physical games and movies music are stock so um that's gonna be weird for a lot of people who work for nintendo and microsoft and sony though because there are people whose literal job it is is to go around to retailers and make sure that like they're compliant yeah. on having that shit out on shelves and arranged the right way. So, Yikes. you know, I mean, I, we kind of saw this coming, right? Like the split on physical yeah. and digital media has just been getting 
like that gulf has just been getting wider and wider and wider. I never expected it to like go away. Like, yeah, Yeah. make it like more and more minuscule, but to full on drop it because they're not even, it's not even that they're just not stocking in physical stores. They're not selling physical media online either anymore. Oh, it's just, it's just gone. No, yeah, they announced on their online store and physical and that just breaks me in my soul. That's wild. Uh, the, the, The next thing, is going to be phys- is going to be um the like physical video games. Yes. And yeah. it's so sad. So sad. Yeah. I mean we're I mean it's it's you know it's it's the times, right? Like it's a sign of the times. Like video games are healthier than ever right now. Um but physical media physical media is is dying and you know that's that's uh. and that's not a problem with movies or television or video games themselves. They're all doing great. The problem is the way in which they're delivered. Yep. Right. Yep. Like that. That is so, what. That is what solely. And look, like I'm part of it. Like I. I do not buy physical games. I don't. Yeah, like I I'll, hate, like I hate having to manage a fucking hard drive. Like just let me use physical and not, so not I don't me, have dude. To, like no, I hate, I hate not, it. See, like like if there's like a cool special edition like the Pixel Remaster stuff you see back here, like I'll pick that up or like you know Resident Evil Two Remake. I got that for the Leon statue, but generally. But I still buy the digital versions because I don't want to fuck around. I mean, I'm, I'm primarily a with, PC gamer, so like I've been primarily digital for God yeah, knows how you, long. But yeah, yeah it's just like, like and that's the thing is like that's just the way it's been. But that's easier on PC where like I've just had Steam or like other storefronts that have done the job of keeping like GOG G O G. I don't know if you're supposed to pronounce it or not. Um, has done a wonderful job at making sure a lot of older stuff stays working on modern versions of windows and mac and linux um but like that's not a thing if this is if i'd been all digital on my ps3 that would be wasted money now yeah you know like like, what's stopping them from one day just being like no yeah like like i'm sure as an indie dev like as as a dev period like i I don't want to i'm not going to make the distinction indie triple a you're a developer it's all the same thing like i'm sure you know that i mean this this was always going to happen at some point like yeah. no, uh, we even for this Kickstarter, there's been there were <laughs> talks of like, do we do? Are we doing a physical? And like, it was almost pretty much unanimously like, no, don't. It's not worth it. it not yet, but uh, you will hopefully team up with Limited Run or someone similar. Yes, drop that, later. I, like that's my that, saving grace. It's that was the like caveat. The, the caveat is um like no right now but like uh they i forget how they put it like they thermometer test the water whatever and the more successful the kickstarter the more interested things like limited run or rare games or all those guys uh they'll uh be more interested in working with you so uh yeah it's a big investment for it to have gotten done something for a physical thing to have done this kickstarter it would have been like a huge, ridiculous stretch goal to. Oh yeah, and I, I, I expect, I expect it, and I respect it. Uh, all I, and then I just end up uh, hoping that eventually you get to the point where we can. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put on my conspiracy theory hat for a minute. This right here is why the PS5 Slim Disc Drive Edition looks so embarrassing and ugly. It's because they're trying to drive people away from further away from physical and into the arms. That is of a digital. little tinfoil hat because we know the actual reason. Like it's because it's an add-on. What, no, I know that, but but here's the thing: 
that physical version of the PS5 Slim comes with a little dongle that you use to prop the other end up, Derek. Have you seen this? It's yeah, like it's a little bad. crutch. But the PS5 is designed stupid to begin with. Like it's it's a it's a truly dog shit like design. It's it, it looks cool enough, but it is it is design first, function later, which is why every version of it requires this completely unreasonable stand thing in order to fit horizontal or vertical. Like make, uh, like Alien says. Does the new PS5 has better specs or just slim down? It's just slim down. It's just a slim down. It's yeah. a version it's of the to, PS5 It's to slim. streamline uh, manufacturing because now instead of making two separate models, they make one model. It's just a matter yeah. of whether or not it has the optional disk drive included or not. And it's Does a, this mean that we're not going to get a PS5 Pro next year? We, we are. We are. There's like, you think so? There's already like specs and stuff out there, mm, um, okay. but this is this is just a refresh of the base model, so... Um, Finn, did uh, Finn, uh, uh, Finn, you you went right? Sorry, my brain is complete. Yes, uh, is I think so. Okay, what did I go? Yes, yeah. I, for his, I think it's just me Here. left before. Yep, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Um, I'm gonna be quick. I don't have uh, a whole lot that I've been playing. Um, I I've been trying to avoid getting in anything too big for a couple of reasons. First, we have several huge games about to hit, so I don't want to get involved in something really big and then have to put that aside for multiple other huge games that I'm waiting for in the month of October. Um, also we've got the charity event coming up next week and I didn't yes, want to, you know, be playing something for, you know, a week or two with the limited time I have to play games and not get super far and then have to put everything down and, and drive out to, you know, DC. So I've been looking for games that are good, like pick up, play for a bit, put it down, don't have to be hyper invested in. So I spent most of my time playing, uh, Slay the Spire which I mean, wonderful uh, roguelike deck builder. I mean, it's I think it is kind of the game that gave the resurgence to the deck builder or deck builder. Let me just actually pronounce my words. There you go. Feel it out. Out. Get the mouthfeel. Yeah, <laughs> it's despicable. Um, but oh, like um, that. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Slay the Spire is so good. I mean, the vibes are so weird. Um, and the system's so well thought out, like it's just, it's a really engaging version of that. And despite multiple, multiple small teams making like deck builders in a similar fashion, um, man, nothing touches Slay the Spire for me. Um, the other thing I've been playing is I've been playing a lot of Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, uh, what? which is always good to go back to. I love Roller Coaster Tycoon. I grew up playing those games. Uh, if you've not played Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic, it is basically one and two combined into a single game. So it's Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, but it's got all of these scenarios of one and two and a bunch of extra stuff. Um, it's easily the best Roller Coaster Tycoon thing you can buy and play on current hardware. Um, and it's, it's just good. It's good. Roller Coaster Tycoon is the best, one of the best pickup play for 30 minutes or so because, you know, you can't start dinner yet put it back down when you know save and put it back down games i've played in ages what happens in roller coaster tycoon when the roller coaster breaks and a bunch of people die get killed like do you get sued in the game are you liable for damages um it like, does it no that doesn't happen it does affect your park rating but um <laughs> so and like on. if i was it, fucking around people can die in this game yeah absolutely dude every person who ever played roller coaster tycoon at some point built the shuttle loop roller coaster 
cranked the, the launch speed up to max and launch like two dozen people to their deaths into a lake. <laughs> Everyone did that. It has to be the lake. Uh-huh. Am I am I a sick man for wanting to play Roller Coaster yes. Tycoon now? No, dude, Generally. Roller Coaster Tycoon is so good, dude. It's, it's really so good. good. But it's got to be a classic ones. Three is fine, um, but any of the newer, newer ones have been dog shit other than classic. Um but but yeah, Rollercoaster Ty- Tycoon is a great time. I might stream it sometime, John, and have you get on with me on headset, and we'll. Oh yeah. Or I'll yeah, play a little when yeah. we meet up because I'm coming to see you next week, and so is everyone next else. Next week, we are we all of us are hanging out. Yeah, the whole all seven week. of the SDGC crew raising money for the Trans Empowerment Project. We are going to do um, Friday afternoon and evening. We are going to be doing uh, rock band karaoke uh, exclusively to the Discord. Um, because with all that licensed music, we cannot stream to Twitch. So, uh, you know, join the Discord uh, for that one. We'll, that's where we'll be streaming that to. And then uh, next Saturday is when we will be doing the actual, like, all-day game stream. we got a few games picked out. We'll have, like, donation incentives and milestones and shit like that. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we're going to be fucking wasted, for sure. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's are, are be... we doing like aren't people like getting pies to the face and shit? Yeah, like, that's yeah. The punishment um, is, right? There's, I mean, look, we we're we're still working on the, um, on on the donation incentives, but yeah, getting getting a cream pie to the face, um, is one of them. We got nasty beans what, for people right. to try. I've got a bottle. Of, also got uh, I got a Derek fresh. Will be shaving his mustache. Nope, we got a fresh go. bottle of Malort. Um, so okay, that's... so let me speak on that. Wait, let me speak. Yeah, on I have that, an Derek. idea as well. Yeah. Oh, let me speak yes, on Eric. that. Let me speak on that. Hold on. Wait, hold let on. the guest uh, give his idea. Hold on. Hold on, Finn. Hold on. As a, as somebody who's from Chicago. Yeah. Malort. Yeah. Old man Jepson's Malort. Okay, so n- there's not a single motherfucker on this podcast who's ready for what happens when that Malort crosses your lips. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. That's why it I'm making... like... It tastes like somebody farted in a bowl of milk and left it outside for three weeks in July in Arizona and then dunked a grilled cheese sandwich into it afterward and took a big bite. That's a weird. Okay. Um, Look, that's why I'm making some actual wizard hooch to bring, though. So, you know, I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying Malort, the moment you drink it the person that you were five seconds prior immediately dies. And the new, this new being that is just born out of hell's service. It's like the afterward. central philosophical question of Soma, except it happens immediately it's, when you drink Malort. This, this new person that takes your place after you drink Malort is just a little sadder, a little more depressed, and a little less optimistic about the future. Mm. Yeah, um, I do have a sexy nurse outfit that I'm going to wear for the remainder of the stream once we hit goal. So, cool, wait, cool, yeah, just what? you know the stereotypical it's Halloween motherfuckers. Oh man, this is so, really awkward. We wore the same thing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, buddy. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, buddy. Fishnets and everything. Let's fucking go. I did not know like, this. Happy Halloween! Donate to the Trans Empowerment Project, motherfuckers. <laughs> But hey, um, man. but yeah, yeah, go for it. It's gonna be a wait, fun so time. Wait, wait, all right, Eric. What was your idea? Oh well, I mean, it's all this actually makes it even better. I think so. Um, it sounds like the person 
after they have drunken a malort. A malort, one malort, please. Yeah. A, a, a sip of malort. One single malort. After you've been malorted. Like one, when I've been malorted, or when you someone has been malorted, it sounds like this new person is going to be way more open and willing and accepting the idea of, say, every certain amount of money donated an inch of hair is shaved from their face. No. And, yes. and it slowly starts here and it slowly creeps in. So every hundred dollars is just another inch, another mm-hmm. inch, another inch. Mm-hmm. And it, I've heard this style goes really good. Like it looks really good with um, fishnet nurse outfits. <laughs> no. I'm not going right to be fishnet sexy fishnet nurse Hitler. Yes, you are. Yes, I'm not. You are. I'm not being no, Nurse you're Hitler. Gonna, you're gonna be Nurse Charlie. Come on. So it's, it's you not, be a silent there's Hitler. a reason you Charlie you. Chaplin stopped doing the mustache. Yeah. You know that. It's, it's you could be a silent Hill nurse. You, <laughs> you could but, be a silent Hill nurse and move with those jerky motions all over the stream. Yeah. You can't really yeah. do that. Never mind. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna go that far with that. <laughs> Brit's not here for me to make that. Do joke the jerky too. motions, Derek. Do it <laughs> once do again. Not motions. allowed to. We will get banned. Um, you look me in the eye when you're milking, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> look me so in the those, eye when you milk for the, me. For those who are listening <laughs> and don't know that story, and also for our guest Eric, um, this was when the switch first came out. Uh, yeah, f- was it? Was it? It was me. You and, and Maddie, right? Yep. Me, yeah. Me, Finn, and Maddie. We're in Boston. It was our first PAX, actually, Finn. It was. It was our first PAX. And Finn and Maddie, I miss Maddie. He's not on the show anymore. But um, Finn and Maddie were doing one-two switch. And I'm just sitting here observing this horror show. And there's this cow milking game where you have the the Joy-Con. And you have to press the button and do like this. The fucking full ringing motion. Because you have to hit the top button, pull down, then hit the bottom one. So you've literally got a fucking... Yeah, and Finn is like starting to lose it, and Maddie, dead, <laughs> like stone cold fucking face, like just these piercing eyes staring right at Finn <laughs> without a hint of irony or joking, says, "You look me in the eye when you're milking, motherfucker." <laughs> and uh, and Finn, I thought Finn was gonna fucking die. Like oh, Finn, I to this day I've never heard you laugh like that. Like yeah. It was great. He's just like, and he, and he, but he, the thing is, he's doing this the whole time. He's like, you look me in the eye when you're milking, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, it was just, it. it was it was the funniest it. fucking oh. shit I have ever seen. I do miss Maddie. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Roller Coaster Tycoon and, uh, and Slay the Spire. Cool. And with that... Eric, What's the big uh, what's the big news haps this week? What's going on? So, I mean, there's been a little news stuff. Um, you know, there's been like more layoff talk. You do with some sass there, Derek. A little bit, a little bit. Um, look, we've done layoff talk way too many weeks in a row. I don't have it in me to fucking do that anymore. Wait, but there were layoffs again? I think there were layoffs yeah. again. Um, I just don't have it in me. So, I I thought of something fun. Um, today Hideki Kamiya uh, famed Rockstar game designer, uh, left Platinum Games. Uh, today was mm. his last day. Um, he drove off in his Lamborghini. He drove off in his fucking Lamborghini. Um, but he, uh, you know, he like started a YouTube channel and made like a weird video. And, and you know, the, I don't know. Dude's kind of a, a goofball, but um, he's he is 
obligated, it, it seems, to stay out of the games industry for one year due to a non-compete clause. So he yeah. couldn't leave Platinum and go to any other gaming company. So he's effectively going to be unemployed for a year uh, before he can come back. He expressed, it sounds like he was getting tired of being in an executive position and wanted to get closer to the roles that are actually involved in making games again. Uh, He's going to be working on Scalebound in his spare time. Uh, That's, (laughs) look... Turns out he's scaling down. This is probably the end of Platinum, right? Like... Um, I mean, that's not really what I want to talk about, but, like, Platinum has been in a weird spot for a while where it seems like they're turning more and more into a support studio than a, like, blockbuster studio of their own. Um, We'll see what happens, but with, like, with Kamiya gone... Like he was, he was the big name still attached. So I don't think it's the end, but I think they've really got to figure out what they're doing. Um, now also, um, this is kind of bringing to mind, I think right around the same time, Shinji Mikami, who was another rock star, famous old school game designer, um, kind of, you know, made some comments about how he'd be returning to his work in games soon because Mikami left, uh, Tango Gameworks, in February. So he likewise has a one year non-compete clause and in February will be able to return to the world of gaming. Um, you know, likewise Mikami had kind of made it clear that he was tired of being in like executive positions and just wanted to make games again. Um, so we've got two famous rock star Japanese game developers, um, often closely related. Their careers are tightly intertwined, uh, due to their, um, their famous tenure at Capcom, right? Working on uh, games like Resident Evil, Devil May Cry. Um, so kind of here's my question. Where do we think these two could realistically end up when they come back into, you know, being able to work in gaming again? I'm going to make this easy. And I think that's two different questions, right? Where do you think they could be? And what do you think is the coolest fucking possibility? Okay. So those are different things. Easy. I'm going to make this super easy. Square snap up Shinji Mikami and remake Parasite Eve. It's that fucking simple. You got, I mean, look, as far as dreams go, that's not bad. That's not bad. I I don't know what Mikami seems so different from Square's producers though and designers right he doesn't seem like a square person there has been a resurgence in the whole horrors from the 90s redone if there was a time to fucking revisit parasite eve with with everything from the resident evil remakes to alan wake 2 like there was silent hill there has been a horror renaissance happening recently and if there is ever a time to fucking jump on that train and bring back parasite eve this is the time to do it snap up shinji mikami make him the fucking make him the director of the fucking game and like just imagine a parasite eve remake with shinji mikami at the helm with a decent budget behind it from Square. Like, fuck. Well, the decent budget thing is sometimes a difficulty when it comes to Square, but... Right, but uh, all I'm saying, Derek, is just But new CEO, so who knows? Just imagine it. I think that's a pretty cool fucking idea. I think it Mm. is. I think it is. I would agree with you. Can I throw a a counteroffer at you? Mm Mm-hmm. 
What if Shinji Mikami? Because look, obviously everyone's going to expect me to say both of them should go back to Capcom, which I don't think will ever actually happen. It would be the coolest no. thing ever. I, I think there's a little too many bridges burned there, even if Capcom has really come back as a, as a better place to work. Uh, I just don't think it's happening again. Um, God, but, now you got me thinking about maybe Hideki Kamiya working on Beautiful Joe. It would be lovely, but I just, I mean, do you think, dude, if, if Capcom like revived the Clover brand and brought back Mikami and Kamiya, we'd have world peace. Um, but yeah. no, I'm going to give you another counter offer. Konami okay, for Shinji Mikami. Okay. Think about it. Konami is trying to get back into the game space in a more meaningful way. Right. You're talking about Silent Hill here. I don't think just Silent Hill, because remember, Mikami is not only in the horror space, right? He has made games in all kinds of genres, and Mikami might be the kind of person you want to be your, like, singular rock star talent training up the next, especially because Mikami is very focused on training up successors to him, right? Ooh, somebody had suggested Metal Gear Rising 2. Well, right? I mean, again, the guy's got action game credentials. Right. The guy's got, I mean, again, from his era of Capcom, like all kinds of games. So like Konami, I mean, Metal Gear um, could use his Metal his Ge oversight. Um, Castlevania, right, could use his oversight. Silent Hill could use his oversight. I think there's options there. Um, I want to know where our res. I want to know where our uh, our, our guest uh, is 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 sitting on this because you're actually a dev. Like, like, what do you what do you want to see? What's your dream scenario? Here? I know. I know what I want to see. Yeah, okay, I, don't let's guys, I don't think you guys are ready for it, but right, let's fucking go. Like, all right, man. So Shinji, Hideki, show up. Me, you, them, all of us sit down together at the table, and we make Goof Troop too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you just blew That's my all. face right off of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, you brought up that Mikami worked on Goof Troop, and I. Like a light switch the clicked in my head, cuts. remembering wow. playing that game. And like, God, so re good. remember when Capcom made like incredible fucking licensed games back in the Super Nintendo era? Yes, no, not just I the do. Super Nintendo era. NES fucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers, baby. Oh, yeah. That's so That yeah. shit was my fucking jam when did I was do, a kid. Who, yep. did, who did DuckTales? Uh, that wasn't that Capcom, was, was it? Capcom. Yeah. Was yeah, it? That was Capcom. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. DuckTales is a fucking classic. Like, yep. Yep, yep, which yep. is why I was sad that the remake sucked so bad. But yeah. did it just release? I didn't ever play it. So. DuckTales. Like, but uh, Finn, what about you? Where are you at? Uh, I'm already on board with Goof Troop too. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best option. Through Parter. Uh, also, I too want goof, there to troop. be a, a power line <laughs> dance sequence. Yes. <laughs> Yes. We can you know afford... what? Not, not for nothing. Not for nothing. I but I, I... want to throw something out here that I find phenomenal is that there's a rumor that because Disney World's Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, the licensing with Aerosmith is d or Rolling Stones is done. Aerosmith, whatever, wh whichever one it is. Uh, and there's there's talks that it might become a power line ride. And yeah. I am all about that. Okay. Anyway, that's just that's just. I've actually got. I've got one for Derek. Yeah. I got one for Derek. Yeah. Capcom brings Hideki Kamiya in. They sit okay. him down. They hand him a contract. And they're like, "We want you in charge of the next Devil May Cry." 
That's hard because Itsuno's done a really fucking good job with the franchise. And I don't know that they want to give that up or, to how about this? How about this? Oh. We're gonna oh. we're gonna bring you onto the Dragon's Dogma team. Ooh. Again, it, that's Itsuno's baby, and Itsuno is already a rock star at, at Capcom. Well, well, where 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 do you think Hideki Kamiya fits at Capcom? If Kamiya goes into Capcom, he gets to do original shit. Um, yeah. That that Exoprimal two. No, what was that game <laughs> um, that Capcom just <laughs> revealed? Um, that that weird Japanese like Path of the Goddess. Uh, I have no fucking idea. What you're oh, talking. I know which one you're talking Kunitsugami about. Kunitsugami oh. Path of the Goddess. Um, that they revealed oh. back yeah, in yeah, yeah, June. Yeah, I know what you're about. That looked like a Clover Studios game out of time, right? Are you talking about Pragmata? No, no, that's uh, no, no. I know. Oh, never mind. I remember which one. Yeah, this like Demon Gate. It's vi- thing. I, at first I thought it might have been like an Onimusha, like a weird Onimusha yeah. reboot, and then it was clearly a different game. Um, Wait, but, what the? F- what? I was just gonna say, what the fuck are we talking about? If Hideki Kamiya goes to Capcom, it's like, dude, time to make time to make Okami too. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Blaine, right as Blaine said like, it in what? chat, right? I don't think you can make Okami too. I don't think you can. You Okami, yeah. Derek, yes, you can. Okami sure. tried enough with all the spinoffs, like you Okami could. did. Okami is already Okami one, two, and three in a single game, like. Yeah. No, what we really need is a Project X Zone 3. Okay? <sighs> yes, only because it is technically a Super Robot Wars series game. Yes, um, and it I is. am a it's sucker amazing. for all of that shit. I love so good. I love trying to explain the DNA of how it starts with Super Robot Wars and then goes to Namco Cross Capcom and then Super Robot Wars Tyson to Project X Zone and that it's all technically one series. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, no, well, Vanqu- Vanqu- Vanquish Two is a good one, Delaby. Yeah, I think here's Vanquish the thing. I-, I can tell you what I think won't happen for sure is neither of them are going no. to Microsoft. I don't think no. either of them are going to any of the big three. They're not going to Microsoft because like Mikami just left Microsoft, right? Tango is owned by Microsoft now. I just don't see him going back to a Microsoft-owned company. Um, and Kamiya still has a lot of hurt around Scalebound and. I think people are weird about Kamiya because of his Twitter presence and like, God forbid the man be a little annoying on Twitter. Um, But like, that's clearly some of the deepest pain, like professional pain that he's felt in his entire career was what happened around Scalebound. I just don't see him going back to Microsoft. Meanwhile, Sony doesn't really have the infrastructure for big Japanese studios, right? They're focusing more and more on the West and Nintendo, Nintendo will partner with whatever studios people make, but Nintendo doesn't seem to be hiring any more rock stars at this point. They're just building up their own folks. So I don't think the big three uh, are getting either of them. I, 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 I am now so sold on this idea of Shinji Mikami going to square and remaking Parasite Eve that like, I've just disappointed myself because I know it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I do this to myself. Um, you know what? I know what's going to happen. Okay. Embracer gonna group happen? is going to buy both of them. No, you know what? And then you know shut down could... their studio in two months. Do you know who I could see somebody like Kamiya going to Sega? Ooh. Depends. Um, God, they need, they need to open. See, the thing is, these Kamiya two are working on a new like a dragon. These two are so big that they either 
headline a studio or you make a new studio for them. Right? Like, I just don't... It's hard. And I don't know that I see either of them... I think it's more likely we see Shinji Mikami end up at one of the big companies again and Hideki Kamiya start his own small team. Um, do you think Do you think Mikami would go back to Capcom? I think it's more likely Mikami does than Kamiya. Kamiya's too punk rock, right? I don't necessarily mean that in like a he's cool way. I, I, I think that, that Kamiya genuinely at the core of his being does not want to work for big fucking companies. You know, yeah, I think he's been burned too bad. It's the fact that he doesn't want to be an executive vice president anymore because he just wants to program some games, you know? So, I, I don't know. Capcom, Capcom would have to reopen Clover to get Kamiya back. I don't see how else they could do it. Um, it, it would take some courtship, for sure. Sega's an interesting call, though. I could see that. I could also see... Um, oh, God, what's the name of that fucking dev? Uh, Japanese dev... Um, fuck! God damn it! What game? Fuck it! He'll fuck it. Camille goes to Game Freak. No, <laughs> no! Oh my god! Please, please! Don't get me wrong. I would love for a Pokemon game to go to space at the end. That's why I love Emerald. I just, but I would just love a Pokemon game to actually run well and not suck gigantic ass. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I think I think Kamiya like the problem with Kamiya is like the dude's history is undeniable, but Platinum as a studio has struggled hard, right? So he's been tied to a studio that has really been struggling, you know, most of its existence. I hate to say, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's almost like he would perform better at a big studio or at a big publishing house, but. I don't know. Um, I when wonder. I see, I've seen uh, people. I, oh, you go ahead. I was when I see uh, Hideki, I think of um, Grasshopper Studios. I know it's not his jam, but like it's the same vibe I get. Yeah, it's that kind of very like anarchic punk rock. Like we're gonna make our own weird shit, right. and right, you right, like, like it or you don't. Author like authoritative issues. Like even in the game, it's very like fuck the establishment. And, yeah. Uh, that's just the vibe I get from him. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Hard. I've seen people suggest NetEase because NetEase has been throwing down money for talent. I'm sorry, but NetEase just sounds like something I take when I've got severe constipation. <laughs> it doesn't sound nice. <laughs> Side effects of NetEase may include. Man, uh, yeah. man, dude, I'm just I'm so stopped up. I need to get some NetEase. Yeah. Like NetEase. Oh. But again, I I just don't like Kamiya. I think that Kamiya's more ideologically driven than Mikami is, right? Mikami and Kamiya are both hardcore artists in that what they want is to feel a connection to the process of actually creating art, right? They don't want to be suits. They don't want to be top-level decision makers. They want to be designing shit. But Kamiya is impulsive. I don't mean that in a bad way, but he is. Um, and he's much more driven by like what offends his sensibilities versus what satisfies his sensibilities. And he is kind of punk rock. So I just don't see him taking a shitload of money to go work for, you know, Tencent or NetEase or Embracer. It doesn't feel right. Ooh, Bandai Namco. 
is an there interesting is. call. That I okay, feel like is more Bamco's likely. probably the smartest call of all. What was the last game Treasure did? Is Treasure Actually, still around? They're, they're still around. Factor. I thought. I thought. Hang on. Let me see. I was like just looking at. This. I don't think. I don't think Treasure actually closed. I'm looking them up right now. Um, yeah. I think they've been more. They have not developed a game since 2014. Yeah. Um, okay. So oh, so as of there's last less year, than they 10 people. Work- so Treasure. Uh, so last year they said Treasure announced it was working on a highly requested game. Yeah, but they're they're a shell right now which means that treasure is paying a contractor to do like a remaster report because there's less than 10 people Hmm. in in, at treasure right now so i will say that i will say that bandai namco does make sense for some bandai namco has a shitload of internal and like contract teams that could use and like bandai namco is not afraid to make weird double a shit you know they'll make whatever the fuck they want what if he takes on the next Smash Bros? <laughs> Fuck it. I will say, Kamiya and Sakurai... Mario's gonna have some huge titties. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Kamiya and Sakurai are extremely good friends in real life. Mm. So I wonder if Kamiya could end up joining... You know, Sakurai's been trying to draw, jump off and do his own shit for ages and just yeah. keeps keeps getting grabbed by the fucking smash bros lasso i think it's pretty fucking funny that people think that ultimate's gonna be the last smash brothers that's not gonna be that's ridiculous no Um, it it makes too much money who would just be like nah that makes too much money yeah Yeah. we don't need that much cash jesus no thank you we're an even if sakurai's not involved (laughs) they're gonna make another fucking smash yeah 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 so then yeah and i i personally think that the next smash bros needs like a huge like over, like just it's it's definitely up. you got to do an overhaul because you can't yeah. just keep building from where they're at no, you you can't make it any bigger like it's one of those mo- like a movie just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and that doesn't make it any more any more interesting i, I would go back to the original it's like the mcu the nintendo cinematic universe yeah, exactly it needs to go back to the first 12 and like totally overhaul the mechanics and what is smash make it a turn-based still... rpg now we're talking oh, oh, or, uh, yeah a turn-based RPG with tag-in mechanics, with a with like a yeah, cam- I like this. cameos I like where or this is going. I yeah, like where that's this is going. timed underwater yeah. escort missions. Um, <laughs> like, gross. So, so Delaby brings up an interesting call, which is what if Mikami ends up at Unseen, which is Ikumi Nakamura's studio. Remember Nakamura famously being uh, his protege at Tango, who was leading up Ghostwire Tokyo before she left. Um, she's the one who blew up and went viral in the the Kona, the not Konami the Microsoft press conference. Yep, wasn't she it did that little? Because she's delightful. Yeah, or the Bethesda one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's spooky. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting to think about because like you're talking about two people who come from an era back when like being the the lead designer on a game even at a big studio a big company like Capcom was closer to like what it is to be an indie today right which is the head of the project is not a suit the head of the project is in there fucking typing lines of code right is in there actually designing levels and and you know 
it's it's the era when Ed Boon was able to sneak whole extra characters into Mortal Kombat unseen by yeah. the rest of the team. You know what I mean? So yeah, like these are people who are craftsmen, not executives. Um, and I think the industry suffered for them being out of it for as long as they have. Um, so yeah, I just think it's going to be really fascinating to see what happens with, uh, with these two, uh, Mikami much sooner than Kamiya cause Mikami's only in, uh, a yeah, couple months. yeah. You said Kamiya's got another year, right? Kamiya's Kamiya since he just left today, officially, he's got a whole year. So October yep. next year, uh, we'll be talking about him, but like I said, uh, Mikami is February. So, and I would not be surprised yeah. if there are not people already knocking on his door to get him. Cause the other thing is Mikami's beloved and Kamiya's a little bit louder, shall we put it? Um, so I can, I can, I do, I do have a final question for, uh, our guest. Cause I know yeah. we're since we're getting close to time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, uh, John, you might want to walk away real quick. Son of a bitch. Uh, here it comes. <laughs> the most important question for all of our guests. Um, Eric, in your heart of hearts, if you have like to choose, can't hear anything anymore. Cake yeah. or pie? Cake or pie? It's always the cake or pie question. <laughs> Do I get to ask what kind of cake or pie? Because that's a huge it's cake or pie. It's you got to choose. How do you rationalize it to yourself? That's why it's a personal question. Everyone has their own journey. This question puts it's, panic in people's hearts. You know, it infuriates me. I'm, I'm furious <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm mad at you because it's 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 unfair. Because it's not just cake or pie. It's what kind of cake and what kind of pie. If it's an apple cake versus an apple pie, I take the apple pie. If right. It's a, if it's a strawberry cake versus a strawberry pie, I take the strawberry cake. Is a cheesecake a cake or pie? I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I can't hear shit. I so. can hear you, John. Does it does a we pizza count you. as pie? It's a pizza pie. It's in the name, pizza pie. Right. What about a chicken pot pie? Right, a steak and ale pie. A savory pie. Look, I'm just saying you have you have. All right. Is a meatloaf technically a cake? <laughs> there we go. All right. What the fuck did I just come back to? <laughs> John is a meatloaf a cake. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no, it's a, a fucking taco. Is, is popcorn dessert? <laughs> yes, no. it can be. No, well, popcorn's a, snack. a hot dog. Popcorn is a snack. A hot dog is a not dessert a is just will... a snack with an, a, a late night appointment. That's all it is. No, no, no. I will. No, 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 no. A dessert needs a, a certain amount of sh like caloric sugar intake. There's a threshold. It's got to be kettle corn then. I will kettle corn is a dessert. I'll give you that. Okay. Ch chocolate drizzled popcorn. Uh, okay, right. now we're talking. Uh, caramel corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Okay. Uh, cake or pie? This is. Yeah. This is. There's an inappropriate word for this question. Oh God! Um, I've been asked the fucking question. <laughs> yeah, and he's been wrestling with it since I did because it's a great I question. Know. It's not a great question. <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> There's too many semantics. Um, he's torn. It's a great interview question because it cuts to the quick of who you are as a person. Okay. All right. Um, Be a legend and say neither. I kind of was going there because it's it's a it's what kind of cake? What kind of pie? Again, if it is a strawberry cake for strawberry no. pie, I go strawberry cake. If Sorry. it is like apple pie for apple cake, I go apple pie. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you can put candles in a cake. I'm going cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite rationale I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never heard it come down to which one can I put candles in? I fucking love that. Amazing. Bro, can you put sparklers in a pie? Uh, 
technically Gosh. yes, but it doesn't look right. Doesn't look right. And if you put candles in, it'll crack it, and then they'll like tilt over, and then they'll be put yeah. out by the goop of the pie. Going cake because this there's uh, I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John, I believe that does this, my dude. Yeah, we are uh, we are bumping up against our closing time here. Uh, Where can people find you, man? Oh, me. Uh, For the next five days, you can find me at www.lucidkickstarter.com. That is lucidkickstarter.com. If you want to back an awesome project with a lot of love and heart into it, I need to feed my puppies and myself. So please go and back that. And then after that, you could find me at like the Matt Black on Twitter or the Matt Black Studio on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I post art, lore, game design stuff. I stream. Uh, I'm always there. Or a Discord. Come to my Discord. Uh, Want to talk and hang out with cool people. Or maybe you come to our Discord. Hello, Fusion. All right. Cross promotion. Speaking of our awesome. Discord, let me throw that yeah, link out let's there. Yeah, link in there. As we do every show. Um, and, and also, while you're doing that, especially important we're... because listeners and such who normally do not interact with the Discord, you should be in there because next week on Friday, we are going to kick off our charity event by doing several hours of streamed rock band and karaoke direct to the Discord. Um, you will not be able to come find it on Twitch. Um, listen to me get drunk and sing. We're going to get John to, to belt like I'm fucking gonna, centerfold by Jay Giles band. No, but can, I am going to, can gonna, we get, can, am, we get play the drums. can we get John to belt out fucking uh rebel yell? I, I need we, no. emo songs. Can we do creeds arms wide open? That is what I do think I have is. that. Um, thank you. We should absolutely do that. I have so many with, songs. Arms wide open. With arms I'm going to make nothing but direct eye contact with Derek. Can you see? So I just, I just want to point out that every time. You've got to get all the, all the Scott's, all all the Scott Stipe, like gestures when you're doing it. He's like punching the air and fucking like. Every time a bar gives the option for those digital jukeboxes when i'm leaving i will pay extra jump my songs to the top and i will play a series of no less than five nickelback and creed songs and then just bounce (laughs) uh demon because you can pay extra to have your songs jump the queue and some men just want to watch the world burn yes we got to get some nickelback going too right I have, uh, I have yes. Nickelback in there too, so. But how good, much emo do good. you have? Because I, I sure that I have I have every song that was ever in a rock band or a guitar hero. So, <laughs> but do you have some that haven't been? Not much. No. Damn it! You what about fool. some puddle of mud? I'm There's like, some puddle oh, of mud. Oh, I need some puddle of mud. Well, incubus. She fucking hates me. All right, Mr. Brightside is an all-time necessity. Like Incubus would be a good one. Hey, incubus was a good band. I don't give a fuck. Like sure it was. I like Incubus. Yeah. Fine. Anyway, but yeah. So um. So yeah, join the Discord because that's only going to happen on and- our Discord. Derek, who are we raising money for? We are raising money for the Trans Empowerment Project, which is a wonderful mutual aid organization that has a bunch of different like sub projects ranging from like inmate outreach to, um, you know, abortion funds and uh, reproductive health care for trans folks to um, I'm pretty sure they have like a college scholarship for like trans students. Like there's all kinds of places where your money goes um, to benefit some of the most vulnerable among us 
in our society currently. That's so. right. Because right now, fuck all right. jokes aside, it sure do trans be fucking, rights. It sucks to be part of the effect. alphabet mafia right now, man. It's not a great trans, time. Trans rights, trans rights in particular, right now are are under attack, and um, I know I'm not going to stand for that shit. Yeah. So neither should you. I'll fight a fucking turf. We know you will, John. We know you will. We love you for it. <laughs> I'll beat the shit out of that's, the turf. That's what I think we got. I really tried to cover that last part, and I failed to do that. Oh, um, I have just, I have just learned, I have just learned that my son is going to be here for the charity stream. You told us that before. <gasps> no, no, no. He might not. There was a chance he might not be there. Okay. So. Well, he doesn't get to get drunk, but he does get to sing no. oh, fucking does. Creed with the rest of you. <laughs> yeah. My goal is to corrupt him. No. He's the edibles stay in a locked box. <laughs> I'm his father. How could he not be corrupted already? Yeah, you've already fucked that kid up All enough right. without substances. Let's get this motherfucker off the air. Fine. Obviously, there's no live podcast next week. Um, so because we're gonna be doing a whole lot of streaming. We might get on and just bullshit for a bit to test the stream Maybe we setup. Will. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Who knows? But Who it won't be knows? like a anyway, show proper. No, 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 no. But I'll give you a I'll give you a proper show right now. Kindness cost. Uh-huh. See you next week. Why are you like this? <laughs>